Right, we are going to talk innovation with the innovators. And let's see who's on tonight. SAFM explores issues in the news, politics, business, technology, and arts and culture with diverse perspectives and insights that will inform and challenge you. As always, we value your feedback. Don't hesitate to email us, feedback at safm.co.za. Join the conversation on global perspectives on the news of the day. SAFM, leading the conversation. 8 to 10 p.m. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Garda. Right, so we have this feature called the the innovators, and we really it's it's there, put in place to a put it on. It must become part of your vocabulary. I mean, that's the first thing. Uh, then it needs to become part of your psyche to think innovation when faced with problems. Um, so when you provide solutions, there must be innovative solutions in everything you do. So we'll focus on that. Sometimes in business, sometimes just an innovative an innovative mind. Sometimes around other issues. Okay. And tonight we chat to uh, Marco Brocardo, who's the founder of. Colony HQ is, in fact, in the USA, it's a case of good afternoon. Uh, Marco, thanks for your time. Good evening, Asha. Thanks for having me on your show. And good evening to your listeners. It's a pleasure, right? So, let, let's tell, what, what does Colony Live do? Because, I mean, keeping in mind, our focus here is on, is on innovation. What, what sort of innovation have you created that has got value that, that keeps you where you are now? Uh, Ashraf, what we've done at Colony Live is basically created a new story for radio stations to tell in the 21st century. And so radio stations have been plagued by selling the same stories for the last 50 to 60 years because they've been constrained by the currency that exists in the ratings agency. And we've developed a way to engage with, analyze, and monetize an audience that's very different to the traditional research approach. And so what we really are trying to do is breathe wind into radio station sales. Okay, and how, how do you do that? So when we take engagements that listeners have with you, for example, this call tonight, or people mm. texting you to your text lines, your social media platforms, looking at the engaged audience that's participating in and around your shows, and we start to mine information about those listeners. Who are they? What makes them interact with you? Is their sentiment positive or negative about particular topics? That gets collated and aggregated into a view that we call the engaged audience metric. That engaged audience metric, by and large, is far greater than any sample size is ever able to garner or create through traditional research methodologies. And, and traditional research methodology would just be what? Simply, how many listeners do you have and where they come from, isn't it? Correct. So it's diary-based methodologies. In, in South Africa, BRC Rand runs a diary. And I think just to be quite clear, we're not yet to you know, sort of rule over the diaries. The diaries exist for a purpose, and that currency has existed for many years. We're here to add another lens onto the information. And so traditional diaries are conducted by a panel. People complete a diary, send it in. That research gets collated every quarter. And probably about six to nine months later, an advertiser will make a buying decision on a station. What we do is build data in real time. The real-time data gets aggregated into a view that shows what audience is actively engaging, participating with, and responding to content in a way that advertisers have become used to. And that's the key. You know, we live in a digital age where Facebook and Google and Twitter and Instagram have made access to information in real time possible. And so radio stations need to be able to give advertisers a view of who the engaged audience is as and when it's happening. All right. Let's then focus on your innovation. I mean, how? so are you the first who's done this? Or, or yes, have um, others been innovative on this? 
So I think, I mean, let's let's be honest. There's lots of people that have been aggregating social media for many years now, and there's lots of people that have been doing text messages. What we've done that's an innovation is we've used you know, proprietary algorithms and machine learning to create the engaged audience metrics. So nobody has cottoned onto or used the idea of listening to an engaged audience, taking what they've said, what they've shared, what they've participated in, whether through its passive social sharing or responses to surveys, and aggregating that into a new type of currency. And so that's the innovation there is nobody has really cottoned onto that yet. And as it stands, as we know, we are the only platform that does that effectively across the African continent. And even here in the United States, there's nobody that's doing it. And, and I think that's for two reasons. I think the first reason is, you know, that most people have almost given up on traditional media. I mean, they saw digital booming. Last year was the inflection point. More money was spent on digital advertising and traditional media. And so a lot of ad tech businesses have moved away from traditional media. Number two is I'm not sure that anyone really realized there was so much value and depth in the engagements that people are sharing mm. with stations. So when you combine those two aspects, I think we put ourselves in a nice niche and position ourselves well for the future. Considering radio's future, I think radio is going to be around forever. I think radio is a powerful medium. And when combined with, combined with digital, we see that radio and digital together are far more effective. So I think we've positioned the business as a new let, let's, let's get to the innovative thought. I mean, when did this happen for you where you, I want to use the word stumble, but it's probably the wrong word, right? You say, hold it, I can disrupt uh, maybe analysis in terms of data around uh, radio listenership by doing this. How, how did that happen in the build-up to that? What went through your mind? I think I think it was a product of necessity more than anything else. We we started, I mean, the business itself, Colony HQ as a company, has been in existence for almost 13 years. And we've pivoted the business along the way as the market needs have changed. But in essence, the platform that we have today in Colony Love is a sort of successor to an original platform called Mobius. Now, Mobius was the first real-time SMS dashboard used in radio stations across South Africa. And all we did was take SMS text messages and put them on a screen for DJs to look at. And what happened was we would make money from the revenue share that the network operators would share with us. And so the platform itself was free. Post-2011 and the Consumer Protection Act, we were left in a bit of of a dilemma. We couldn't make money through traditional revenue share methodologies anymore. And so we needed to start to think outside the box. And approximately 2015, we started to mess around with the idea if... We were trans- if we were translating all of these text messages and millions of them at that, surely there was some usable information from the listeners that we could take and get to know who the listeners were. And that thread of thinking has sort of developed into what we know today as Colony Live. Obviously now we are you know, processing images and processing video files and processing WhatsApp voice notes as mm. well. But the idea is that multiple interactions from a listener, when looked at in a lens that spans a time over a week, a month, a year, starts to paint a picture of who that listener is. And that's sort of how we ended up at, at the point that we're at today. And it goes back to that point where at the moment data or data is, is the absolute biggest thing that we need to understand, isn't it? Correct, it is. But I think what's more important is data exists everywhere. We all know that. It's mm. about usable data. It's about actionable insights. And so what we've tried really hard to do as a platform is turn what is a whole lot of data into something that stations can use in the simplest possible terms, and that's in the way they sell. And, and what we don't do, because even though we are a digital platform in the true sense of the word, we are a software as a service business, and we integrate with social streams, what we aren't is a digital tool to sell digital advertising. We help stations sell more traditional advertising. 
And the way we do that is by telling advertisers a story that they're interested in hearing. Mm. Right. Now, at that stage, you were very much the pioneer. I would think now many other people do. So how, how then do you stay ahead of, of the curve? It's, a, it's, it's really a land grab at this point in time. And so our strategy at the moment, uh, you know, we've, we've, we've cornered the South African market in terms of commercial radio, and a lot of community radio as well. We're growing into East Africa and Southern Africa as well. And the United States for us has been the big opportunity. And that's just by virtue of the fact of the size of the market. There are 16,800 commercial radio stations in America. And so for us, our key strategy in order to defend our position in the market as market leaders is to get as many of those stations onto our platform. Because as you know, once you start generating massive cash flows, you can defend your position quite well. The challenge also, though, is trying to be a pioneer in the market. And I want to just, I want to just maybe just give you a side note. Okay, you got, you got 30 Radio seconds, South yeah? Africa, hmm. Radio in South Africa is light years ahead of anything I've seen anywhere else in the United States. And so this market, we've, we found a massive challenge in that we have to simplify our products to make it relevant. And so relevance is key, but it's about a land grab, I'm sure. Radio light years ahead of anything else in the USA. That's very interesting indeed. Let's leave it at that, Marco. I've just followed you on Twitter um, uh, and, and certainly your company as well. Feel free from your side to tweet some of the thoughts you've said and maybe other things we haven't quite got to. I would gladly share that as well. And well done because we certainly want to celebrate all forms of uh, innovation in whatever we do in the country and around the world. Thanks for your time. I appreciate your time, Asher. There we are, Marco Brocardo, the founder of well, Colony HQ or Colony Live, which aggregates or collects messages across multiple platforms, particularly for radio listeners, and try and get radio stations effectively across the world to understand it uh, uh, well away from just the simple, how many listeners do you have? It's a whole new way of thinking and goes back to what we had said the other day with the... With the uh, the uh, Vice-Chancellor of the University of uh, Johannesburg, Chilidzi Marwala, uh, about this need to embrace 4IR. If you don't know what 4IR is, I'm not going to tell you that that's your homework for tonight. Now, I did tell you yet earlier on that uh, we had in error played episode 20 of Josie Dark yesterday. We should have played episode 19. So here is episode 19.